Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. 30s tomorrow for your Wednesday. Sunshine throughout the entire day with highs in the lower to middle 60s. On the day Thursday, we'll see sunshine in the morning, clouds in the afternoon, noticeably milder with highs into the middle and upper 60s in a few spots. Rain showers, heavy at times on Friday with a chance that we could see some very breezy conditions as well. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. Well, right now in Roslyn, we're at 54 degrees, Farragut Square 54, Laurel 53. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up... The polls are closing in D.C. and Maryland, and the vote count is getting underway. Keep it here on WTOP, WTOP WTOP.com this election night. The latest figures in the Abigail Spanberger, Yesley Vega contest in Virginia. 41% for the Democrat Spanberger, nearly 59% for Vega, but not even half the votes have been counted. Do stay with us. We'll get updated results from Nick Ionelli at the WTOP election desk, and we'll check in with our reporters for reaction from the candidates. Stay with us throughout the night on this election night midterm style. At 8 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. It's 8 p.m. on the East Coast, and the polls have closed in 24 states. CBS News characterizes the House as leaning Republican. The Georgia Senate, a toss-up. The Georgia governor race leans Republican. CBS estimates Republican Todd Young will win Indiana Senate. In Kentucky, Republican Senator Rand Paul is projected to keep his seat. South Carolina CBS News estimates Tim Scott will win the Senate. Vermont Senate, likely Democrat. More from CBS's Wendy Gillette. I'm Wendy Gillette in Pittsburgh at the election night headquarters of Democratic Senate candidate Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman. The polls are now closed here in Pennsylvania and Fetterman supporters are showing up. The race is projected to be tight between Fetterman and Republican Dr. Mehmet Oz. And we may not know the results for days because by law the counting of absentee ballots couldn't begin until this morning. There's a lot of attention this evening on the Arizona governor's race which pits Republican Carrie Lake against Democrat Katie Hobbs. CBS's Chris Van Cleve. If in fact Republicans are successful in, in winning here in Arizona, they owe it largely to the momentum Carrie Lake has created. You would see the candidates for statewide office often appearing with her. Blake Masters, the candidate for Senate, often acting as her opening act, if you will, at at her uh, almost made-for-TV and social media nightly rallies. Who might fare better in the midterm elections? CBS's Nancy Cordes. History shows Republicans have a good shot. Since 1934, the party in charge of the White House has lost, on average, 28 House seats and four Senate seats in midterm elections, forcing presidents to recalibrate whether they admit it. I'm not recommending for every future president that they take a shellacking like they like I did last night or not. I tell you what, this was a great victory for us. When Democrats took control of the House four years ago, they opened probes that led to President Trump being impeached twice. One winning ticket for Monday night's more than $2 billion Powerball drawing was sold at Joe's Service Center in Altadena, California. Store owner Joseph shy ahead on what he'll do with the $1 million he'll get for selling the ticket. I want to share it with the family, with the whatever I needed, with my kids, my grandchildren. 
Tropical storm Nicole is expected to grow to near hurricane strength when it makes landfall along Florida's east coast late Wednesday and or early Thursday. Some parts of the coastal Florida are under a hurricane warning. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. The track of the storm is one that actually takes it straight into Florida, then up north past the Tampa Bay area, and then through central Georgia, the Carolinas, and then on up into the northeast. And on Wall Street today, the Dow closed up 334 points. The Nasdaq jumped 52. This is CBS News. We have breaking, breaking news on WTOP. We have breaking election news out of Maryland. Let's go live to WTOP's Nick Ionelli at the election desk. Yes, Michelle, that was early. The Associated Press, just as the polls close in Maryland, is calling the gubernatorial election for Democrat Wes Moore. Moore is the best-selling author and former nonprofit leader, a political newcomer. According to the Associated Press, he will be elected to become Maryland's first black governor, the only third black elected governor in U.S. history. His opponent, Republican Dan Cox, is a freshman Republican delegate from Frederick County. Again, this is so early, pretty surprising that it came this early. We know that Westmore was heavily favored in the polls, but wow, the polls closed. The Associated Press immediately called the election for Democrat Westmore. Uh, another election that was called is the uh, U.S. Senate. Uh, race in Maryland. This is Senator Chris Van Hollen. That is a projected winner for Senator Chris Van Hollen. He was facing a Republican challenger, Chris Chafee, in that race. So again, we have two major races in Maryland being called immediately as the polls close. The Associated Press projecting that Wes Moore is going to win over Republican Dan Cox. The Democrat Wes Moore, according to the Associated Press, projected to win over Republican Dan Cox. And Democratic U.S. Senator Chris Van Hollen projected to win over his Republican opponent, Chris Chafee. Live at the election desk, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. And right to Baltimore, live to WTOP's Kate Ryan with the Westmore campaign. What's happening there, Kate? Well, I'm in the middle of a lot of cheering and very, very excited, folks. Uh, there was an air of uh, optimism and confidence here all night long. Um, and just as Nick was reading to you the results uh, that AP has called this race for Westmore, the cheers were deafening here in the hall. And actually, some people are just getting that news right now. I don't know if you can hear that. Again, Westmore walked into this race with a, a lead of 30-plus points in the poll, but he was not taking anything for granted. Again, he ran like someone who was running from behind, crisscrossing the state, doubling down on his message of unity, but also not ignoring people's concerns about the economy. He tried to address those in his calls for jobs and equity and the theme here, leaving no one behind. We're clearly going to be uh, hearing more from the happy folks here. Again, this is an historic win. Um, it's being called by AP. Here we go. Those are the cheers. So interestingly, Kate, we can't hear the cheers. We can certainly hear you clearly, though, and okay, we'll take your well, word for it that it's happening. It is deafening. That's why I seem to be shouting to you, because it just hit here, just outside the ballroom, where people are absolutely um, joyous with uh, AP calling this one for Westmore, who would be, as uh, Nick said, the first black elected governor in Maryland and the third in the nation's history. Reporting live from Baltimore, Kate Ryan. 
WTOP News. The man who was challenging Westmore tonight, the Republican Dan Cox, his uh, campaign is based in Annapolis. That's where our WTOP uh, reporter Sarah Jacobs is tonight. We're going to be hearing from her from that campaign party a little bit later tonight. Well, let's head to D.C. next. Mayor Muriel Bowser hopes to win a third term. We've been referring to it as a political dynasty. Some people may quibble with the language. WTOP's Mike Rillo live in Northwest. And, Mike, I want to remind you we've got a traffic report right around the corner. But, of course, give us all the latest that you're seeing and hearing there. Yeah, Dimitri, the polls closing here in D.C. I'm at the Hook Hall in Northwest where the Bowser campaign are all but expecting her to move on to a third term to be the first mayor to do that since D.C.'s mayor's uh, mayor for life, Marion Barry. Uh, that said, there are other candidates hoping to take her place, among them uh, Rodney Red Grand, an independent Republican Stacey Hall and Libertarian candidate Dennis Sobin. But right now, this evening, uh, the crowd here pretty much expects this to be a win for Mayor Muriel Bowser. Reporting live, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. All right, just a couple more here. We want to tell you about the results of a race. Projected result, Republican Ben Klein wins re-election to the U.S. House in Virginia's 6th Congressional District. And then very much of national interest, presidential interest perhaps, Republican Ron DeSantis wins re-election for governor in Florida. And we will continue to follow the latest information for you here on this midterm election night on WTOP. 808. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th, starting with Bob Imler. On southbound 395 in the district, headed out toward the 14th Street Bridge and near exit 2 at Potomac Park, there is uh, either a broken down car or a minor crash. And that's in the center of the roadway, so be alert for that. Uh, headed southbound 395, getting into Virginia, out of the district. Loughborough Road is closed to northwest between Arizona and Macomb Street because of uh, some police activity there. And I believe they cleared the crash out of the roadway on 301 northbound at Missouri Avenue. 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway doing all right. Same with 270. Hawkins Creamery Road has been closed near Woodfield School Road because of down wires and in the district. Make that in Virginia on 95 southbound. Still working on the crash in Fredericksburg. It is just after exit uh, 130, Route 3. That is along the right side of the roadway on northbound 95. Southbound 95 is completely quiet. There are no delays to report in either direction on 66 right now. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Bob Inlet, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. Clear conditions here through the overnight, and because of those clear skies, we're going to get cold. Low temperatures area-wide will be into the 30s. Tomorrow, sunshine throughout the entire day, and it looks like temperatures will get into the lower 60s in many locations here in the afternoon. Sunshine Thursday morning, clouds in the afternoon, and temperatures in the middle to upper 60s. By Friday, we're going to have periods of rain. Could be heavy at times, and that rainfall looks like it'll linger into the early morning hours of Saturday. A breezy day on Friday with temperatures near 70, and then turning much colder here at the end of the weekend. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. We have 52 in Chantilly, 53 in Penn Quarter, and 52 in Columbia. Look for lows tonight in the 30s. Weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 811 on WTOP this midterm election night. 
Breaking news on WTOP. We've been telling you that Wes Moore is now the projected winner in the Maryland governor's race. We also want to tell you about Democrat Maura Healey winning election for governor in Massachusetts, flipping that state. And uh, just getting another Virginia result here, Democrat Robert Scott winning re-election to the U.S. House in Virginia's 3rd Congressional District. But back to Massachusetts, back to some of the early results we're getting. This is Dimitri Sotis. We have Michelle Bash in the studio, our Mitchell Miller Capitol Hill correspondent in the studio as well. And joining us with more now, Politico's senior political reporter, Jonathan Martin. And uh, Jonathan, what issues have been motivating voters you think the most today? Well, I think clearly that this is what happens when a party controls uh, power in Washington and the voters are unhappy. They tend to vote for the party out of power. And I think uh, the Republican combination of running on the issues of inflation and public safety has clearly resonated with with a good number of voters uh, out there. And I think uh, that's why you saw so many ads about those two topics, right, crime and inflation. And uh, that obviously is the formula for the party that's out of power blaming the party that's in power for all the problems. Jonathan, it's Mitchell Miller here, uh, Capitol Hill correspondent, TOP. Wanted to drill down a little bit on the 7th District race in Virginia right now. It is uh, very interesting. There's about 150 precincts in. Yesley Vega leads 54, 45%. I drilled down a little bit, and uh, actually, uh, Spanberger is leading in Prince William County, where Yesley Vega is from. But if, if... Abigail Spanberger, who's been in tough races, as you know, before, were to lose this race. How significant do you think that would be in terms of the overall wave type of uh, approach to what the Republicans are trying to do tonight? Well, I'm glad you mentioned that seat. I'm glad you mentioned Virginia. It's my home state. And you put your finger on what I think is one of the real bellwether races, uh, not just of Virginia, but of, of the whole country tonight in the House. And that is the 7th District of Virginia, because it includes, yes, Prince William County. County, which is you know, now entirely suburban Washington, but it also includes exurban counties like Stafford and Spotsylvania. Uh, and it includes more rural counties over towards Charlottesville, uh, like Green and Orange County, which are much more kind of you know red rural America. And so it's a really good test of, uh, of how strong the turnout's going to be in suburbia and also in, mo- in more rural parts uh, of the country. And so we're going to have a pretty early answer. And I can just tell you, looking at the results so far, um, this is going to be a pretty darn close race because Spamberger is rolling out huge margins in Prince William, uh, but obviously is being soundly defeated in the more rural parts of that district. Mitch, a follow-up? Well, uh, the other thing we're looking at, of course, is yeah. the second district, Elena yes. Luria, and that yes. one, as you well know, uh, uh-huh. she's been in a lot of trouble in that district. Yes, and that's a little more Republican tilting. This is more military. Uh, it's a little bit more center-right. Uh, it was more of a George W. Bush kind of a pre-Trump uh, John McCain-type GOP district. You know, Democrats did well down there in the Trump era. Uh, but I think now that Trump's out of office, you sort of see that that district, which is, you know, Virginia Beach and Chesapeake, kind of returning to more Republican form. It's not a huge surprise. And the, the GOP was smart enough to nominate a, a former Navy officer against Luria herself, a former Navy officer down there. 
One of the things that jumped out to me looking at the numbers in that district is some of the more heavily uh, black counties uh, do not seem to be having great turnout, uh, which could be a really troubling sign for Democrats, not just uh, in Virginia, uh, but nationwide. Jonathan, finishing up just a few seconds we have left where we started. We're mentioning the Massachusetts race. Democratic Attorney General Maura Healy, now the first openly gay person, first woman elected in Massachusetts as governor. Healy's win over Jeff Deal, her Trump-backed opponent, flips the office uh, from GO. Control. Now, it is Massachusetts, of course, but could we be looking at an early bright spot for the Dems there? Absolutely. And for a liberal bastion, Massachusetts has never had a female governor. She's making history uh, in that sense as well. And I think that is going to be one of the few bright spots tonight. Democrats winning some governorships, places like Maryland, Massachusetts, where you have outgoing, more moderate GOP governors, are, are flips tonight for Democrats. And if Josh Shapiro could win in Pennsylvania and Gretchen Whitmer hangs on for re-election in Michigan, I think that that could be some of the sort of few silver linings in the cloud tonight for, for Democrats. Jonathan, thank you. Thanks, guys. That is Politico's senior political reporter, Jonathan Martin. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And we're running just a bit late to sports, but Rob knows to wrap himself in the blanket of brevity oh, and give us a You just, you just broadcast our joke, man. <laughs> the blanket of brevity is nice and tight and great and uh, hopefully so is uh, Georgetown's first game of the season. They're set to uh, host Coppin State here at the bottom of the hour. The Hoya vibes are good, Brandon Murray. Everybody wants to win. I feel as though everyone works hard. Everyone just grinds out every single day. So, I mean, if you have a... It's going to... It's a domino effect. So, if one person works hard, then the next person going to work hard, and the next person going to work hard, and then we all trust each other in the game. And that's an 8.30 start at Capital One Arena. Maryland won its opener last night. Kevin Willard, though, says there's still work to do. I have to figure out my secondary rotation. We were in a really good offensive rhythm. We were scoring. And then I got I put some I put two lineups out there that, that really haven't practiced together. And it was very evident that, you know, all of a sudden we got very sta- stationary in offense towards the second ten minutes of the first half. And uh, they'll get back at it on Thursday nights when they host Western Carolina. Rob Woodfork in the Blanket of Brevity, WTOP Sports. <laughs> Top stories we're following for you tonight here on WTOP. Polls have now closed all across the DMV, and we are awaiting results. We are getting some in tonight. Yes, including Westmore, of course, in Maryland. He is projected to win his race for governor over Dan Cox. Westmore becoming the third black governor ever elected to the United States. In Virginia, there are two high-profile congressional races. And, of course, we are looking at both of those closely. Abigail Spanberger versus Yesley Vega. 45% for the Democratic incumbent Spanberger. 55% for Yesley Vega. We have just about half the votes in. The other race tonight, the Virginia congressional race, Elaine Luria, the Democrat, 42%. To Jen Kiggins, nearly 58%. Not quite half the votes counted there. But in both of these races, Republican leads so far. In D.C., Muriel Bowser could win a third term as mayor. We're keeping an eye on that race as well. And breaking news unrelated to the election tonight. A 13-year-old boy is in the hospital after being shot in Prince George's County. Police say it happened around 5 p.m. on Jameson Street in the Hillcrest Heights area. When officers found the boy, he was outside suffering from gunshot wounds. Taken to a hospital in critical condition, Prince George's County police have not identified a suspect in the shooting. But sadly tonight, we have another case of a very young child, really. We need to say what it is, a 13-year-old boy in the hospital tonight after being shot in Prince George's County. 
and along with all of the election results, we'll continue to follow that story for you. It's 818. Traffic and weather on the eights. Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Virginia, on 95 southbound at Fredericksburg, the crash remains on 95 northbound just after Route 3. And you're getting by by squeezing to the left very slowly. It was an overturned car involved in that crash. And southbound traffic on 95 is doing all right. 66 running without delay and around the beltway. All is quiet in both Maryland and in Virginia. But in the district, southbound 395 getting to the 14th Street Bridge. There is a crash in the center of the roadway around exit 2 at Potomac Park. And still no authorities on the scene with that. That's been there for quite some time. On 270, all is quiet. Same with 95 at the Baltimore-Washington Parkway on the Maryland side and 50 out to the Bay Bridge is running well. In northwest Washington, Loughborough Road is closed between Arizona Avenue and Macomb Street because of police activity. Lido Pizza is square because Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Lido Pizza's been a local favorite since 1955. Order online at LidoPizza.com. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. Fair conditions here tonight and through the overnight hours. We're going to see lows fall into the 30s area. Wide sunshine tomorrow. Another cool day with temperatures right around 60, even in the lower 60s in a few places south of Washington. For your day on Thursday, sunshine in the morning, clouds in the afternoon. A milder day with high temperatures Thursday into the middle 60s. We're going to watch for the remnants of what will be Hurricane Nicole. It's going to push our way here on Friday. We will see on and off periods of heavy rain and breezy, gusty conditions. The rain, though, will end as we head towards Saturday morning. I'm Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. Now 51 at Fort Belvoir, 53 in Foggy Bottom and in Silver Spring. Look for lows tonight in the 30s across our region. The weather is brought to you by New Look Home Design. Pay for half of your new roof later and half never. Just into the WTOP newsroom in our election desk, Republican Marco Rubio wins re-election to the U.S. Senate from Florida. Val Demings, the Democratic candidate, unable to accomplish that uh, unseating of Marco Rubio tonight in Florida. We'll have more Senate results, more national results for you here on WTOP as we also see a big Democratic victory in Maryland tonight with Wes Moore becoming just the third black governor in our nation's history. A CBS special report on the way for you. PAI Medicare. Virginia can grow your hair back with the latest technology for hair transplants and treatments. The technology doctors have used for years to restore damaged cells can now help slow or stop your hair loss and restore your thinning hair. PAI Medical Virginia's PRP hair restoration treatments take only 45 minutes with no downtime. Right now, when you receive PRP treatments, you'll receive $500 off when you call 703-763-0118. Results from PAI Medical Virginia PRP treatments are amazing because they have technology and solutions no one else has. Go to PAIMedicalVirginia.com. Call them right now at 703-763-0118 for a free evaluation. Call 703-763-0118 to find out if PRP or their hair transplant technology can grow your hair back. 822. The people have spoken. Continuing coverage of the midterm elections from WTOP News. CBS News Special Report. Campaign 2022. America Decides. 
The elections will determine who controls Congress. CBS's Nancy Cordes says President Biden is bracing for Republican wins. President Biden spent the day calling around to various Democratic leaders, including Speaker Pelosi, and his team is already looking to set expectations. In fact, one Biden advisor pointed out to me this afternoon that several recent presidents have weathered difficult midterms and gone on to win re-election two years later. The economy may be working against Democrats. Overall, the economy is looking like a bad sign for the incumbents. 75% say it is not good or poor, which is up 25 points since 2020. 78% say they've been handicapped by inflation. 20% of those say severely. And 61% say they've been handicapped by gas prices. Monica McDermott is a CBS News pollster. The Senate race in Pennsylvania is one of the most closely watched nationwide. The bitter, hard-fought race was the most expensive in the country. John Fetterman would raise everyone's taxes. Oz is too extreme for Pennsylvania. With almost $375 million spent, much of it on ads. That's CBS's Jerika Duncan in Philadelphia. CBS News estimates Senate races will go to Republicans in several states, including Alabama, Florida, Kentucky, and South Carolina. CBS News Special Report. I'm Linda Kenyon. It is election night 2022 here on WTOP. Locally, a major result tonight as Wes Moore has, is projected to win the governor's race in Maryland. The Democratic candidate supported by Oprah Winfrey and many other high-profile celebrities. Dan Cox was the Trump-supported Republican opponent. And in Annapolis tonight, there is a gathering there for Dan Cox. It was just right after 8 o'clock when Westmore was declared the victor. WTOP Sarah Jacobs, though, brings us the latest from the losing party tonight, the Dan Cox Party headquarters. Well, this was utterly unexpected. The Associated Press calling the Maryland governor's race for Westmore within minutes of the polls closing. Here at the Dan Cox campaign headquarters, there's no comment on this development. Victory party attendees are beginning to show up, and it's not even clear anyone here is paying much attention to the fact that the race has been called for more. We do expect to hear from Dan Cox a little later this evening around 10 p.m. At Dan Cox Election Night Headquarters in Annapolis, Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Turning now to Virginia, one of the more high-profile races tonight is in Virginia's 7th Congressional District, where incumbent Abigail Spanberger is running against Republican challenger Yesley Vega, and we're going to check the latest results here from the Virginia Department of Elections. This is with 156 precincts of 226 reporting. We have Yesley Vega, the Republican, in the lead with about 54% of the vote to Spanberger, the Democrats, 45%. Again, this is with 156 precincts out of 226 reporting. So still a ways to go there in that race. Let's check in now with WTOP's Kyle Cooper. He is with the Spanberger campaign in Fredericksburg. Supporters of Abigail Spanberger are gathering here at her campaign party in Fredericksburg. They are all very curious to see if she can pull out this win. She's faced some pretty big obstacles in this race, including that her district was completely redrawn. That was in the Henrico, Richmond area. Then it got moved north to basically northern Virginia, and she's had to reintroduce herself to a lot of the people that she is um, trying to get to vote for her tonight. Kyle Cooper reporting now to election night. Watch party for Virginia Republican candidate Yesley Vega currently in the lead. WTOP's Dick Giuliano. The excitement is growing here. Four times in the past short while, the cheers went up when results were flashed on the uh, big screen TVs bracketing the bar at this watch party for Republican challenger 
Yesley Vega in the 7th Congressional District. These voters say inflation is on their minds and they're watching growing numbers for Yesley Vega in the early returns. In Woodbridge, Dick Giuliano, WTOP News. However quickly all the votes get tabulated, the actual dates for election certification may vary by jurisdiction. In Fairfax County, for example, election results will not be certified until next week. Fairfax County mail-in ballots have to be postmarked by Election Day, but they have until Monday to arrive at the Office of Elections.